Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovril.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's special 50th episode, Ray's back from his holidays. We chat sackings, Scotland, Dundee, teams around the world, and a full look ahead to the weekend in the SPFL at 7.30 on Wednesday, the 1st of November. We're live on Facebook. Thank you to everyone who got involved over the last couple of episodes. Lots of stuff to talk about. Um, I was going to do all that shit I usually do at the start, but Ray's back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Ray's Did you back say into- Scotland? Dundee uh, Scotland yeah comma right Dundee. okay I was like fuck have I been away that long that Dundee's declared independence it has yeah along with Catalonia that's what's <laughs> happened so <laughs> uh, yeah um, so pinebottle.com hey, thank you for all your comments on the forum we'll get to some of those a wee bit later on and uh, remember if you're getting in touch at Scott Soccer FM on Twitter you can search us on Facebook Soccer FM that's where you can listen live if you're listening live right now then do us a favour share it to your page so all your mates can hear it as well hey, stuff the Champions League it's not very interesting at this nah. stage anyway so uh, we will talk a wee bit about Celtic later on in their match again Bayern Munich. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, remember and rate us as well, and follow us on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, that's all the business done. So, Ray, you're back from your holiday. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm absolutely fucked, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, so, where were you? I was in uh, Boston, New York, Cape Cod, uh, and then luckily enough, I was meant to fly home Monday night, mm-hmm. and my flight got cancelled, so I had a 24-hour delay, and then uh, the rescheduled flight was then delayed by another three or four hours, so we had a 28-hour flight delay. Oh my god. Uh, and also, uh, we're flying back from Providence, uh, so we'd headed back from New York to go get the flight. We got there, they cancelled the flight and said, oh no, tomorrow you're going to fly from New York and we went straight back down the road. Great. Horrific. I mean, there are worse places to be stuck than New York. Yeah, I was so tired. I just watched so many Law & Order episodes instead of going into New York. The telly's great. Man, it's banging, isn't it? The adverts are so good. Aye. What is... They have to list all the side effects. Yeah. So it's like depression. You may die. Yeah. What yeah. was it? My favourite one was uh, main side effects are depression and diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want both of them. Depression, diarrhea, and death. Yeah. Like, that's basically how it goes. It's good luck. You've been over, haven't you? Oh, I, you I, claimed you saw Yuri Jorkaev. I definitely saw Yuri Jorkaev. Who were we talking to? Peter Canero. He yeah. all, all but confirmed it for us because that's where he's got a pub. Why didn't you? Uh, we should have thought about this. You should have went to Yuri Jorkaev's pub in New York. I nearly got Stephen to uh, text Peter Canero because he liked one of my Instagram posts. Right. <laughs> okay. Like, Oh, you should, you should have got that involved. So, um, yeah, I've been in New York. I thought it was great. I, I was fascinated by the news, right? Obviously, I used to do the news on Capital. Yeah, and I before you get your promotion. Before I got uh, moved on, yeah. And uh, I used to, I'm a bit of a news junkie, so I like watching. It's just amazing. It's so slick and just so good. Like I loved everything about it. I thought it was brilliant. But um, you went to an NFL game, I saw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did, you take, did you take the knee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, mate, I did. Uh, also, interestingly enough, American uh, football stadiums don't have roofs, right. and the day we went was the worst uh, rain in New York this year. Okay, so we stayed just after half time, and by that time, our section had a thousand people at the start. Probably had about thirty left. Really, it was a total so washout. yeah, and it had a uh, one of these wee ponchos on. Mm-hmm. It was nice, but they do it like su- such a big stage compared to like I can't imagine fireworks every time Thistle score against Hamilton no no I wouldn't imagine so No, like those kind of things but then yeah. you were up for big awards I was yeah didn't did you win? win didn't win unfortunately but I did get absolutely off my chops <laughs> so it was do you see the people you do the show with because mm-hmm. I know I know Des I don't know yeah. Amy that well uh, Des doesn't drink does Amy drink Amy drinks yeah I was trying to get her absolutely steaming because she was doing the show next day from <laughs> oh you were off yeah I mean I was like I didn't get in until like three o'clock in the morning and I woke up and I was just surrounded in McDonald's wrappers so I was like oh, what a night that was <laughs> yeah, you but, should try using condoms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're more effective I hear but it's um, yeah it, it was just one of those nights where I was like oh my god Like, who were you chanting did you meet any famous people uh, well Scott Mills was hosting right okay um, so I didn't see him <laughs> uh, Christian O'Connell was there yeah. who won our award uh, I didn't speak to him uh, Ian Lee you know you heard of him as well he used to do Rise yes he used yeah. to do Rise uh, he won an award uh, I, I didn't speak to him um, who did I speak to didn't really speak to anyone <laughs> I, I spoke to somebody who uh, used to be an intern on our show um, oh. about pff, two years ago three years ago and uh, she's now a breakfast show presenter in York 
bizarrely enough, and nice. she was up for an award. And I was just obviously telling her that I taught everything that she yeah, did. Yeah, of course, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I've now had to pay her off, and I've now got a super injunction against her. So, <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> everything so, is all oh, well. Oh, you said intern, but you meant work experience from school. Got yeah, you. Got yeah, you. That's the one. That's the one. So, uh, yeah, lots of stuff happening in Scottish football as well. Uh, we'll talk about all of it over the past. Yeah, where do you want to start? Because it's all hey, going to Well, I think, I think it's only right that we should start. With Partick Thistle, I mean, yes. I was absolutely slating you before you went away. I told you, you go away, to. and all of a sudden, yeah, results turn around. Yeah, it's always about this time. Usually, it's about the seven nine game mark. We have to slightly a bit later this uh, time round. We've got. I, I remember saying the last episode when we had Steve McGowan on. I remember saying that we had a horrific November and we need to start picking up points. And we mm-hmm. got seven out of nine. Yeah, I mean, two fantastic results, uh, really. There uh, and and, and supposedly the Hamilton game was an utter buzz. On was the it? Tuesday, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Two clean sheets as well. So yeah. can't knock it at all. So is top six back on? No. No, <laughs> it never was. I, I mean, think... you're only five points off the top six. Yes, exactly. Like, that's what... Because uh, but I... you are still in behind European chase and Hamilton. Yeah. Who are only nine points off, uh, like, sort of automatic. Sort of because year. what I find absolutely mental is um, a lot of the other clubs pulling the trigger so early I mean we found out from Ross County that the fans weren't happy Steve Clark looks a great appointment at Kelly maybe not so last night but uh, what oh, what's the stat Sunderland mm-hmm. Sunderland Simon uh, Grayson Simon Grayson got sacked last night Derek McInnes turned that job down in Sunderland which means Lee Catamull and John O'Shea have played under 11 managers in Sunderland's history which means they've played under 24% of the history of Sunderland that's incredible and they've been there like 7 years yeah that's a mental stat yeah, yeah that, so, that really is that's the nature of football whereas Thistle always said no we'll back Archie blah blah and it'll be fine It'll be fine. I, th- I think you will be fine. And that's obviously been helped by Dundee having an absolute stinker. Like, yeah. Neil McCann, do you think he's regretting going back into management after like giving up his cushy number? At yeah, I think they're more regretting not getting Jack Ross, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, but the- did he not turn them down? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then Neil McCann comes in. Um, is he still wearing a suit in the touchline? Mm, not sure. I haven't seen him yeah. recently. I haven't seen but him. also, I, I, because the timing, the time difference, so we were five hours behind, so. When it's a three o'clock kickoff, it's ten a.m. So I'm up getting ready. I saw I saw Massimo Donati get sent off. It was two one. Uh, Ham uh, Dundee had just pulled one back, so I was like, right, okay, Dundee will go on and get at least a point. And then Hamilton went go and score another. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a shocking result, it's a especially really, at home. Really poor result. I mean, how many times the Hamilton score three goals away from home? They're going to have to learn this for when they're in Europe next yeah. year. But a cracking result for Hamilton. Three one it was for Dundee, and they are really struggling bottom of the league now. Yeah, and that's another uh, position they were in. Uh, made by themselves because against this old one nil up AJ uh, Leach Smith the quarterback mm-hmm. misses a penalty and then we go on Tam Cherney makes a good save then we go on to win 2-1 and it's those kind of things that can turn around a big chunk of the season and you look as well Kilmarnock they've punted their manager Ross County punted their manager Hearts punted their manager um, it's it's, it's, Hamilton aren't going to sack Canning I don't think unless things get really really bad no. like if they, unless they're marooned at the bottom which they're not obviously because they're planning for Europe but yeah. Dundee like Neil McCann must be must be under serious amounts of pressure yeah but I don't know who who would they bring in Jack Ross yeah probably uh, <laughs> yeah. Again. no I, I, th- I, I think there would be plenty of people wanting the Dundee job like so, I, I don't think there's there would be a lack of people so if we're talking managers leaving how many is that in this league already? So Kelly, County, Hearts, Rangers. Rangers. That's thirty-three percent of the league. Yeah, within the first round of fixtures. We well, let's talk about Kashinia then, because we don't want to dwell on it too long because it's been done to death. It's funny as fuck, though, isn't it? But I mean, let's be honest. Everyone saw this coming. Yeah, like everyone. I don't know anyone who thought that he'll be a really good appointment. No. The guy was an absolute crackpot. Like yep. an absolute crackpot. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video that we posted up <laughs> on our social media pages. I don't even know who did it. Whoever did it is fantastic. But basically, it's Kashinia sort of like robot dancing to Beautiful Sunday, which is it's one of the best things. Whoever it is, if you know who they are, tell them that we are sort of uh, claiming the credit for I'm it. I'm grateful. Uh, we're very grateful for it, but we'll give you the credit if you let us know who it is because it is a fantastic video at Scott Soccer FM and also on fa- uh, Facebook as well, I should say, Soccer FM there. And when that came out, uh, I was on when the news broke. Because I messaged you because I, w- I just got on a train from Boston to New York and I kept on losing signal. Mm-hmm. And you put that video up and I was praying myself that it wasn't a 
Rangers are five years old kind of video because I was like, Stephen, <laughs> our brand can't handle this. Yeah, like, and I, oh well, I've already had a run in with uh, with some yeah, Rangers who'd fans. Who did you have a kick off with, Alex Ray or something? No, I didn't have a kick off with Alex Ray. I wasn't actually slagging Alex Ray personally. You know, like I, I don't know the guy, so I, I can't like have a go at him. I'll go out um, and say I think he's quite rubbish. Right. Okay. Well, I I was listening to Sports Sound the other night, and uh, he was on with Tom English, and I don't know if you saw Graham Sooners did a uh, interview the weekend, and uh, you know it was the usual. You know, Scottish football needs a strong Rangers and all that stuff, yeah. right? And and all this shit. Not a bad impression. To yeah, us. it wasn't too bad. I yeah. pulled out the bag there, and he was he was the usual sort of people who live in England, don't watch Scottish football, but like to comment on Scottish football, and because their team Rangers aren't doing particularly well at this moment in time, then that means the whole of Scottish football is rubbish, and they should just close it down, and that's it. Yep, that was pretty much the 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 bones of the interview. So on, I think it was uh, Friday night. And they had Alex Ray on and they had Tom English and Alex Ray was just basically spouting exactly what Sunus was saying. And then Tom English just destroyed them. Absolutely. <laughs> like it was He's good, Tom English. Ray did not know what to say. It was just a, a complete demolition. Anyone who listened to it with a like, sort of neutral mind would say that. Yeah. I mean, for a start, because Tom English was speaking in sentences, which helped. <laughs> it was stuff like, Gosh. you know, it absolutely speared them on stuff like um, let me have what you think. It was, it was, uh, you know, okay, Celtic. So if Rangers went in the league, do you think Celtic wouldn't prosper? And they were, like, and Alex Ray said, no, 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 no. Of course, of course, Celtic would continue to do really well. Okay, what about Aberdeen? No, no, Aberdeen would probably do quite well as well. Like they, they'd be fine. What about Hibs? No, I think I think Hibs would do really well as well. What about Hearts? And then so on and so on and so on. And it was just a ridiculous argument, and it was just torn to bits. I tweeted it. Saying you should listen back to this, it was it was very yeah. good. I've just uh, just your tweet was if you miss BBC Tom English absolutely dismantling Alex Ray in Sports Sound, I suggest to listen to the podcast later. They'll be finding bits of Ray for a week. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a demolition, right? And what what numbers are we on currently? Of what for tweets? Yeah, fifty nine retweets and two hundred sixty six likes. And all the comments were either yeah it was really funny or where can I listen to this? This sounds funny or fuck you. Yeah, you're a weirdo. Fuck yeah. off, Pars fan. Yeah, and 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 guess who they supported? I think, <laughs> so, I think the biggest revelation about that whole argument was you have two hundred eighty characters on Twitter. Yes, I do. I don't. Where, e- where did that come from? Don't even know how that's happened. It was Pine Bovro that pointed that out, and I don't know how. I didn't ask for it. It just sort of happened one day. I think it might be to do with the number of tweets I've sent or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. I might be quite prolific. Yeah, and I'm just reading through Marco Boy, so we all obviously know he. Uh, follows uh, the uh, the state he left at Marinette and his comments about youth he shouldn't be allowed an opinion on anything and that's the thing because I think people forget that Chris Sutton is a failed Lincoln City manager mm-hmm. Alex Ray is a failed manager Soonest did alright but also fucking incited r- racial hatred uh, in <laughs> Turkey um, so it was a they're not the top of their game so no, no, yeah, especially not like like I I don't want to dwell too too much on Rangers because everyone talks about Rangers and as much as yes they're a big part of Scottish football we don't dominate our show with them like other things yeah so um what what I would like to say though is Kashinya uh, had to go uh, just when you mentioned Chris Sutton there did you see the video that he did and it was obviously filmed in his living room and it was like Sutton in, did one in his living room instant reaction to Kashinya second <laughs> he had to go he had to go he was clueless like that right but it was obviously filmed by his daughter or something like did you just film me the phone just film me he had to go right so <laughs> so Kashinya's away the main sort of driving thing is now who's going to replace him my favourite thing was Sky uh, tweeted um Billy Davis is the lead contender and then an hour later retracted that saying we believe he's not in contention. His Billy Davis agent is incredible. Yeah. He gets linked to everything and does nothing. Well it was interesting when we had Stephen McGowan on uh, from the Scottish Daily Mail a yeah. couple of weeks ago in our last episode it was he was saying basically you know sometimes agents will be like stick this guy yeah, in. Link them in. Link them in and uh, we'll see what happens sort of thing. So, it's, got, it's got to be McInnes so done it. Yeah I mean I Will McInnes take it? He's already turned an absolute basket case down in Sunderland. Yeah. He's probably looking at Rangers thinking, Jesus Christ, I have to deal with, you know, Carlos Peña. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, £11 million pounds in summer, mm-hmm. and all of them from all but one agent. Um, and uh, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely crazy. And you look at that squad, 
the turnover is going to be huge whoever again, comes in again yeah so I, I, I think why back uh, Kashinia so much in summer when he clearly flattered to deceive and the other thing I'll say is they're morons I've said this a couple of times in <laughs> the show Graham Murty when he was caretaker apart from the headstand which was beautiful uh, he played 3-5-2 against Celtic drew one each Clinton Hill scored that goal next game Kashinia comes in against Celtic changed it back to four at the back pumped 5-1 mm-hmm. Marty comes in at the weekend makes a big statement by bringing Kenny Miller back and making him captain, gets two goals, gets a reward, and Tavernier looked a different player in the highlights because yeah. he was allowed to run free. I think if it was a different climate just now, Murty would get the job. I think McInnes is a clear favourite, but I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like Nigel Pearson or Alan Pardew rock up there. Nigel Pearson's actually not a bad shout. Yeah, I think somebody like him probably. I don't know. I don't know. It depends how much money Rangers have as well, which is a and sort of perennial issue. Just for speculation, if... McInnes went to Rangers do you think Wright would go to Aberdeen no no. I think Jack Ross would go to Aberdeen right I think he would be very high up on the list that's um, that's a wee bit of insider knowledge you winked to me there a wee bit of insider yeah. knowledge there. you could have just like wrote it down <laughs> I, could have, it, yeah. I, I could have yeah I put the mics down yeah. yeah I could have yeah but um, yeah that's what I believe might be the case but ah. I think I, 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 I'm still yet to be convinced that McInnes will take the job because he's switched on he knows what he's doing and he probably looks at Rangers and thinks Okay, I'm going to have more more money to spend. Will I get closer to Celtic? Yeah, probably than I will at Aberdeen. But if I don't win the league within what Celtic are going to win the league this year, so that's seven. Yeah. So then he's got yeah. three, he's got three years to win yeah. the league. I don't think that's enough time for anyone. So what he what he could probably do is bide his time, stick it out at Aberdeen, wait till we get their new stadium and all the rest of it, sail off into the sunset, probably win another couple of cups, and then yeah. take the Rangers job in five years' time. It's fascinating to see the polar opposites because Celtic just now, I mean, if they could choose to dismantle that team, sell a lot of players on, make a shed load of money, and start again with the kind of youngsters who could yeah. come through. But yesterday signed Kieran Tierney up to a six-year contract. Yes. That was and, Monday, sorry, yeah. Uh, and he was outstanding yeah. against Bayern Munich last night. Mc- th- McGregor, Three Forrest. best players on the piss. Oh, on the piss? On the piss? <laughs> the three best players oh, on James the pitch. James Forrest, yeah. Uh, James Forrest, <laughs> McGregor and Tierney, they were all outstanding. Yeah. And uh, only, well, what... <laughs> only one of them played in the in the Scotland games yeah um, and uh, well in the final game against Slovakia anyway and yeah. uh, Tierney was played in a position that he's not as good at no no so uh, I, I actually stuck it out on Twitter a couple of weeks after it was after Celtic beat Aberdeen last week I don't know if you managed to catch that game it was a, a, a demolition job oh the doing yeah I call oh, it highlights it was, of it it yeah. was just Celtic was streets and streets ahead of Aberdeen but I think there's a really strong argument for when the next Scotland game comes around, which is, what, a couple of weeks' time, I guess, against Holland. I think there's a very strong argument for playing Kieran Tierney at left-back and trying Robertson at right-back because Robertson isn't playing. Or Robertson left yeah. wing. Because you can and, cross and, and Parson, maybe at right-back. Yeah. So I think that's... Uh, we'll talk more about Scotland later on because obviously the squad for that game was released, uh, I think, on Monday. So we will talk about that. Quickly run through the results. We're not going to spend too long talking about it because they were a few days old now. Uh, as you mentioned, their Rangers beating Hearts 3-1. Um, Hibs picked up a win against Motherwell. We'll talk about their game last night in just a second. Uh, Thistle beating St. Johnston, of course. And Celtic drawn against Kilmarnock. It was a much-changed team. Six changes for Celtic, but still a great result for Kilmarnock. Yeah, and that's off the back of them getting a point at Ibrox as well that led to Kashinia getting punted and uh, they drew the game before that as well yeah so it was just last night it was a kind of sticky patch for them Steve Clark seems to kind of get it together and once that... he can get a hold of the team and make some signings I think they'll do well yeah I think they'll be okay I think that's a really good appointment despite uh, last night Aberdeen beat Ross County 2-1 on Saturday as well so back to one point the difference at the top of the league and it's Hibsor in third now after that really impressive win at Kilmarnock last night because as you say Kilmarnock picking up two really good results against Celtic and Rangers and uh, John McGinn on the score sheet Simon Murray Martin Boyle as well rounding things off in injury time and they're up into third place so uh, beginning hit a wee bit of form now Hibs yeah. playing a lot better and uh, more importantly picking up points as well Yeah but I think they might go through these kind of peaks and troughs through the season because they started really well dipped away we'll do it again and they've got a really good squad mm-hmm. and that's Simon Murray getting back in amongst the goals I think he'd quite a big uh, dry patch so he's going to be a big player well, for he's, them. he scored in the derby against Hearts last week he scored the winner against Hearts last 
last week. So stop talking rubbish, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. It had a dry patch for I think about six days. <laughs> so it was uh, so and for a striker. Woke, uh, yeah, you woke up covered in McDonald's wrappers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, the league looks like this: it's Celtic at the top with twenty-seven points after dropping a couple against Kilmarnock at the weekend. Aberdeen, as I mentioned, in second and twenty-six. Hibs up to third and twenty-two. Rangers fourth and twenty-one, two points back to Motherwell and nineteen. And then we've got a cluster of teams within four points of each other or five points of each other. St Johnson on 15 points, uh, just holding on to sixth place just now. Hearts on 15 as well. And down to Hamilton chasing Europe on 11 at Ross County 11. Partick Thistle 10 now outside the relegation playoff and automatic places because they're taken up by Kilmarnock and Dundee. If you're Brendan Rodgers, what do you do? Seeing the Bayern Munich, uh, the PSG game, mm-hmm. obviously the Anderlecht game is the only one that really matters Yeah. now. Do you play the young boys and keep your big guns for the league? No. Or do you play the big guns? I play the big guns, yeah, I, I would say so. Because I think the longer it goes on, i.e. Uh, Celtic not being beaten domestically, the more chances the, the games will take care of themselves. Because they'll all be, they'll all be big games. Yeah, okay, and Celtic yeah. in big games in Scotland are untouchable. Like, that was a really big game against Aberdeen last week. Mm. And they wiped the yeah, floor of Aberdeen. Yeah. Everyone was thinking, this might be the time, you know, they lose their unbeaten record and they just absolutely demolish them. I think the longer it goes on, the more big games there are, I think the better they'll get. So, um, we'll see what happens. I, I, I can't see them getting complacent. That's the that's the only thing. So, uh, I think, did you say at the start of the season they're going beaten again? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, so I think more and more people are coming around to that yeah. way of thinking. Let's drop down at the Championship. We'll spin through the results. Uh, Dundee Knight 2, Dumbarton now. We'll get onto their managerial situation in just a wee second. Uh, Inverness beating Dunfermline 1-0. Good what result happened there? for them. Uh, um, we didn't play very well, apparently. It right. was just a quite poor, uh, poor performance. Um, so, yeah, well done to Inverness. They're uh, five unbeaten now, so... Well well done to them and they're beginning to pick up a few points Livingston back on track after losing to Dunfermline East End the previous week beating Brecon 3-2 so they're back up into second place Queen and South beating Falkirk uh, poor start so far for uh, Paul Hartley but he does have a big game on yep. Saturday yep. Um, which uh, might uh, turn that around hopefully not though and then it was a Renfrewshire derby it was 2-2 between St Mirren and Morton that means St Mirren stay top of the league by two points then you've got Livingston 21 Dunfermline 20 same goes for Dundee United Queen and South back in 18 fifth place Morton 16 Inverness 20 12, Dumbarton 10, then lowly Falkirk on 8 points <laughs> and Brecon still without a win so far this season but the big news over the past couple of weeks that we've not been on is Ray McKinnon has eventually been punted yes. shambles it was a shambles yeah it's, it's, it's he what seemed you've to come be the to, last one to know come to expect from Dundee United I think nowadays unfortunately um, and I think it's just I, I, I just think that you know it could have been handled way better yeah I think McKinnon probably had to go. They're under so yeah. they're under so much pressure, so much pressure financially. They're, they're just probably hoping that Stuart Armstrong, Armstrong gets sold by something yeah. next summer. Otherwise, they're screwed again because they've just spent so much money. They're paying massive wages to players who are just not uh, not doing it for them at no. all. Seen that they won two 0 on Saturday. Sam Stanton getting a couple of goals. He was one of the summer signings. And uh, there's been lots of chat about who the new manager is going to be. Latest is Alan Stubbs has turned it down. Really? That was in the papers this morning, both papers uh, that I got anyway, both the tabloids. And also, um, Shaba Laszlo. Yes, I've looks seen like this. He might be the front runner along with a Mr. <coughs> John Hughes. <coughs> That's a shocker. It would be really funny though. Like if you're if you're listening, I know there's a couple of Dundee United fans listening on Facebook right now. Um if you want to give us your shout on who you want the next manager to be, then please do let us know. And if you're listening back as well, you can comment pinebuffalo.com on the forum and also at Scott Soccer FM on Twitter too. Yeah. Mikey earlier on said Denny talk about United I C H H. What was that for youth talk? Eek. I Yeah. Eek. 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 <laughs> I don't know, is it German? I'm not sure. Eek. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think um, I think it's it's just a bizarre um, way they're going about their business, Dundee United. But it's what you've come to expect from Stephen Thompson over the past wee while. But unfortunately for them, it's not as if there's a whole host of investors and other people looking to buy Dundee United. Unfortunately, so yeah. but United are still only three points off the top. Yeah, yeah, they are. I know, but the money they're spending, they should be they should be miles in front of everyone else. They're yeah. paying a fortune compared to everyone else. So I, I think that it has been a pretty poor start. Look at their goal difference. Plus one. They're struggling for goals. Yeah. They're conceding goals. It's yeah. not ideal. Yeah. Mikey uh, just got back in touch and said, don't appoint John Hughes. He's actually put Hugo's because I think he was so 
uh, and he's put nope, and then hashtag Bobag. Yeah. So, Mikey, why don't you want him? Tell yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, why but- don't you want him? And what what would you think about uh, Shabba Laszlo? Because that's a name that I'd actually forgot existed for a bit, mm-hmm. and he's come back into the he, four. He pops up every so often when there's managerial vacancies. Does he still live here? Um, I, don't, I think he might have, like, his kids might still go to school here or something right. like that, because he's been sort of dotting about, like, over the continent, I think, uh, in various gigs and jobs. So, um, yeah, let us know if you're a United fan. Who do you fancy? Jim McIntyre is the one that was getting linked earlier on as well. You've linked Jim McIntyre to every job in the last six weeks. He played with Dundee United, and he played with Kilmarnock. That's what, yeah, but that's what you said about And, uh, and, and uh, he might have fancied the Falkirk job. <laughs> uh, he got relegated with, a, with Wraith. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a fair I, point. I, I think John Hughes would be an absolutely hilariously shocking appointment. So, I, 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 we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, and yeah, so um, anything else from the championship you want to talk about before we move on? So, no, dropping a couple of points, but still top of the league. Yep, I think uh, the championship's going to be a really exciting one to look at for the next with four teams, oh. three points splitting them at the top. Everyone's dropping points against each other. Dunfermline losing to Inverness was a bit of a maybe not. A shock result, but maybe something you wouldn't expect as much. Well, as I said, Inverness are now five yeah. games unbeaten, but they're still sixth, seventh, or whatever. Having beaten Dundee United at Tanadice the week before, so they've had a couple of decent results lately, and I think they'll start to pick up. I did say uh, we beat them five one at East End at the start of the season, but I thought they actually did okay. Like going forward, yeah. they looked. They had guys like Vigers, Mulraney, and you know Bell who scored on Saturday. I think they look a not bad side. Just defensively, they were really, really poor that day. But it appears that they've sorted that out because they've barely um, been conceding a goal recently. Uh, and Mikey said, uh, "Happy with Shaba Laszlo as long as he gets us promoted. I'm quite happy. That'd be the same with anyone. Like you could have." W- Harvey Weinstein or someone like that. Uh, I've just seen Stephen's face the minute I said that name. <laughs> and if you got you promoted. You'd be happy. Yeah, you would be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite sure the, the first name there on the list was, was maybe... Uh, and he's football. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to say diplomatically. Yeah. League one. Okay. Airdrie two, <laughs> Albion Rovers two. Um, so that was uh, another high scoring game involving Albion Rovers. I saw something the other day that it was... the. Albion Rovers more goals than anywhere else. Um, if I you can want, totally believe that. If yeah. you want entertainment, then Albion Rovers are your team. So it was two-two between them and Airdrie. Uh, Air United draw level on points with Wraith at the top of the league after beating Stranraer two 0 Michael Moffat closing in on one hundred goals for Air as well. So well done at the Moffat yeah. and uh, Lauren Shankland again Great grabbing signing. another goal. East five three are both one four for one. Wraith Rovers one. So drop points uh, for Wraith Rovers at the top there. John Hearn getting the goal and uh, as I say, they still have a game in hand over here because of that Stranraer game that got abandoned of course my brother and my dad drove down for it oh god did they <laughs> half time uh, one each they were saying that it definitely shouldn't have started yeah. Uh, but yeah an absolute shambles so uh, yeah drove down from Glasgow for it because my dad was born in Stranraer so he wanted to go see some football nice one uh, Aloha 4 Queen's Park now so it looks like Aloha are getting things back on track as well PJ Cross and then amongst the goals there uh, who's on loan from Celtic was as he, well was he at them Fairland originally yeah he was yeah, yeah. Celtic signed him uh, Last summer, hundred and fifty grand or something. Like that. I don't think it was as much as that, no. but it was uh, it was a decent amount for somebody who'd played about four four games in the first team. But it doesn't matter because we've got Callum Smith now who signed a new contract for twenty twenty. So and Ryan Williamson and Ryan Williamson as nice well. Bit of business. So, uh, very happy with that because if they do get poached, at least we'll get some money for yep. them. So uh, two very good uh, young players there at Dunfermline. Very happy with that. So the league looks like this, as I mentioned: Wraith Rovers twenty three, same as Air United. East Fife on eighteen, Arbroath seventeen, Albion Rovers just outside the playoffs in sixteen. Then you've got Aloha fifteen. Stranraer 14 Airdrie on 12 they are struggling a bit Queen's Park on 8 and Forfar on 6 uh, Jim Weir of course in charge there at Forfar and picking up a point at home to Wraith Rovers in League 2 at the weekend it was Berwick Rangers 1 uh, Cowdenbeath 0 did you see the penalty for yes. this game <laughs> the guy fell I over Dicky wins the ball. I think he takes a guy out as well. Yeah, but. I think he takes a guy out. I think it was. I thought it was a penalty, and that proved to be Billy Brown's last game in charge of Cowden Beath. So he is gone, and he leaves them bottom of the league on just five points, uh, propping up the entirety of Scottish football. And God, whoever takes that is in for a yeah. thankless task. Like it really is. I think um, Cowden Beath are struggling, struggling big time. It was Clyde two, Elgin City four, and again 
that was the final game in charge for Jim Chapman. Mm. He only took over at the start of the season, but yeah. it's been really disappointing. Eight points so far from ten matches. Um, not good enough uh, for a team like Clyde. And uh, we were speaking to, who did we have on, who got interviewed for the job and uh, went to Jim Chapman instead. Who was it? Who, Clyde? Eastcobre, aye, who was the East Coast? Oh, Martin Lachlan. Martin Lachlan, that was the guy. So, do you think they'll go back in for somebody like that, maybe? Uh, no, I'm quite surprised that they actually went for uh, Chapman in the first place because... Uh, I don't know if you remember, they gave the job to JP McGovern and Peter McDonald, uh, caretakers together, mm-hmm. towards the end of last season to keep them up. And they did that quite comfortably. And I thought they would have given them a shot. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them go back in for them, but I don't think they're still associated with the club. So I think you're going to be looking at someone like Gary Locke or something Surely like that. Not. It'll Surely be someone not. like that who God. be dropping down. Uh, I've seen... <laughs> he, Gary Locke can be because he is now... Heart? No, is Mo Farah's new coach? No, he's not. Did you see this? No, I'm not believing this. So Mo Farah, um, so basically what he's done is he's uh, split with that coach Salazar, yeah. um, the one with all the drug yeah. sort of allegations surrounding him. Nicely and said. Now, now that he's won all his medals, he's moving back to the UK and yeah. uh, he is now, he made an announcement on Twitter and his new coach is Gary Locke. But not- it turns out Gary Locke was Paula Radcliffe's coach and is now married to Paula Radcliffe, but not that actual Gary Locke. Another Gary Locke. I wouldn't be surprised if Gary Locke had talked his way up into that job. Yeah, exactly. Get Mo Farah relegated. Like, I think that's (laughs) probably what would happen. (laughs) um, What do you mean I'm only doing the 1500 metres this time? Yeah, no, no, no. You're you're, you're more of an 800 metre runner, Mo. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's what's happening uh, in League 2. Elsewhere, uh, Peter Head's beginning to uh, pick up now, I should say. 1-0 against Annan. Guess who scored? My boy. It was your boy. It was Rory McAllister again. So they're up in the third place. And Stirling Albion, uh, the leaders, losing out at home to Stenhouse Muir. I guess that's a derby, isn't it? Yeah. So they kind of yeah, each probably, other. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's a wee derby. So um, the League 2 table looks like this. Stirling still on top on 22 points. Montrose on 20 points. Is there not some mental stat about Montrose that they've never been promoted in something like 27 years? Or it's something crazy like that. They've been in the bottom league for so long. Uh, Stuart Petrie, by the way, uh, Dunfermline legend, doing the job up there. Uh, that who is, yeah. So uh, well done to him, doing a cracking job. They're second place on 20 points. Peterhead in 19, Stennismere in 18, Elgin City 17, Berwick Rangers mid-table in 15. Uh, vast improvement on last season uh, when they were scraping around the bottom. Annan on 13, and then the three disappointments. Clyde on 8, Edinburgh City on 6, and Cowdenbeath on 5. Do you want to know a mental stat? Go for it. Do you know who's the Scottish Premiership top scorer so far? Uh, Scott Sinclair? No. Is, uh, give, give me the team. Or will I give it away? I'll give it away. Is it Louis Moult? No, Louis Moult has got five along with quite a few others. Okay. So Kyle Lafty, Michael Halloran, Louis Moult, Graham Dorns and Callum McGregor, all of five. Okay. So the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership, as of just now, Alfredo Morelos. There you go. Six goals. He has played quite well this season. You know, he's yeah. been one of the, the bright spot, uh, spots, I should say. Bright spots. The bright spots uh, for Rangers this season. So, yeah, he's he's done quite well. Um, he's probably one of the players that the new Rangers manager will want to keep. So, yeah. Um, okay, so that's the SPFL from the weekend. Um, it was a good win for Hibs last night. Also last night, Celtic in the Champions League against Bayern Munich. We did touch on it earlier on. Uh, just to talk to your defence and goalie. Yeah, it was a really, really poor goal to lose. Boyata's at fault, but do you think Gordon's at fault there as well? Mm, nah, I'd go for Boyata. I think, I think it's was... Depp Boyata, but I think Gordon, yeah. he's got a inclination to rush a lot, I think. He does, yeah, he, do, he does do a lot of running out. Um, so the, yeah, that was a bit of a problem. And uh, I, I did think that even though Munich were missing Lewandowski and Muller, Meyer, Muller I do think that at any point last night, even though Celtic did play really well, they could have stepped it up. And you saw that. Celtic equalised and then Bayern went right. Yeah, okay, we'll, form, ju- yeah, we'll just have to score again then. Yeah. So that's exactly. They just totally stepped up again. Yeah, Kat's got in touch on uh, Facebook say that Aloha have won the last two games since the show. Uh, that's the third time that that's been commented. So I felt like we needed to say that. Otherwise, okay. we might get issued with a fatwa. Okay. Uh, but in terms of the game last night, I think <laughs> Celtic um, are... I, I think they probably... Best they would have hoped for is Europa League, if we're being honest. Once you get drawn with Munich and PSG, um, and that that Thina win in Anderlecht is huge for them. Yeah, Through, uh, huge. Absolutely. Uh, one other point uh, as we move off Celtic uh, last night as well. Scott McTominay started for, for Manchester Man United, so he's born in Lancaster. 
and has obviously been at a you know he's been at United for quite some time now. Yeah, and has been in and out flirting sort of with the squad the last sort of six months, I would say. And it looks like um, it looks like he's st- starting to force his way into the first team. That was the second game he started. He yeah. is uh, he is going to play with Scotland uh, definitely. Apparently so. Yeah, he's never played with us at an underage level, but. I think that he is one for the future for us, but unfortunately, he is another centre midfielder. <laughs> like, he, he's he is a bit. He's a different sort of centre midfielder though. He's like six foot four, athletic. He's, he looks like he's he's the real deal. So fingers crossed for him as well. Uh, my night one two 0 against Benfica. Yeah, there's also a young guy there who is very hotly tipped, and he's called. Uh, I'm just going to find his name just now. I think it's Angel Gomez or Angel Gomez. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is Jose Katongo's nephew. Okay. So Jai Katongo's cousin, and there's chat that he might be able to play for Scotland as well. Um, and Arsenal have a young guy who's been coming off the bench in the Europa League just now. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I could find it. But uh, there's a few of them there just now. But, I mean, Michael Stewart was one of these before. Alex Notman was one of these before. Daniel Gobraith was one of these before. Mm-hmm. You just kind of hope... It, all it means that is in six years' time we'll have Scott McTominay as a player <laughs> already now. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, so uh, fingers crossed that it works out for him and it works out for Scotland as well. We're going to talk a wee bit about Scotland uh, later on. We'll talk through the squad and what's happening with the manager search and all that stuff as well. Lots uh, still to come. We'll look forward to everything that's happening in the weekend in the SBFL. But for now, this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. It's time for Teams Around the World. Yes, Teams Around the World is back and we have a new team to select and thank you so much for all the choices uh, that have been coming in over yep. the last wee while. Uh, lots of comments on pieandbarville.com. Very nice to see you as well. Keep them coming. We love hearing from you. At ScottSelkerFM on Twitter and also on Facebook as well. Remember, comment and search for Soccer FM. Give us a like as well, which means you'll get a notification every time we go live. Uh, my favourite thing about the Soccer FM uh, Twitter page uh, sorry, a forum page, Mm -hmm. is uh, some of the speculation that was happening today. Okay. So, nine hours ago, uh, Shandon Park uh, wrote, Biggie, Tupac, Whitney Houston, Elvis, Amy Winehouse, do we now add Soccer FM to the list of bright things that never made it to 50? Well, they said we'd never make it. Yeah, and then Skerla, Mm. I presume named after Andreas Andreas Skerla, and not a misspelling of Skepta, uh, (laughs) replied with, is it finished? I thought they were just taking a week off. So it goes from this massive statement saying, oh, they never do it, and then it goes, oh, it turns out Ray's flight home was delayed. Next show's on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Such a climb down. Yeah, I mean, we were meant to be doing it last night. And also lots of speculation that you've shaved a decade off your true age. So you can be down with the kids nah, at Capital. No, nah, well, you you know my true age, do you? Have you seen my driver's license? Yeah, you're younger than me. Uh, yeah, I know, I am. I I do sound old and look old, which yeah, is same, unfortunate. Same, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you try getting up at fucking five in the morning for seven <laughs> years and see what you look like. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, teams around the world. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, totally we're, we're in the States. They do the ID for stuff. I never get ID'd once. And we went to NFL and it was a challenge 40 policy. <laughs> And I still never got ID'd. <laughs> I was like, I'm 29, please look at me. I got ID'd in Leverkusen. Did, did I not tell you? you? Yeah, no. when I was across. I got ID'd and he was like, Do you, are you old enough to buy a drink? And I went, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. And he went, oh, well, I thought I'd just double check and it makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I went, yeah, good point, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Kevin Spacey. Very, very nice yeah. guy. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, we've we've been around the world the past couple of weeks, but yeah. um, we've also got Upest, our yeah. Hungarian team. Upest, uh, since we last gone uh, in the cup, they beat Godolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3-0 and drew two each with a video killed the Videoton mm-hmm. um, <laughs> fuck that massively yeah, yeah, Videoton killed the radio star should have been not video killed the Videoton <laughs> yeah video killed the Videoton oh yeah I know them yeah, yeah, yeah. that famous uh, song video killed the video star yeah I know that one yeah. uh, two each so sitting ninth in the league um, and then this week we have Vasas away and then Honved at home so some big games coming up for the boys at Ushpest and still progressing along in the cup and please remember we are making a trip out there get your tickets booked yeah Valentine's Day that is the plan anyway hopefully before Brexit and um, (laughs) also see because my flight was delayed see because we're in the EU I get 600 euros back really? yeah so Brexit means Brexit but Brexit also means losing a lot of money from flights so yeah 600 years it's a bit disaster Uh, and if we're talking about new teams so we asked previously uh, for um, teams suggestions so Highland Capital on the forum uh, who's in Inverness Cali um, 
<laughs> I, I like this. You put your location usually, and he's put. I've already gone places. I just want to stay where I am. <laughs> Very <laughs> philosophical, yeah, man. Uh, so he's thought about uh, following on from the Robin Hood thing. Uh, uh, a person's name theme. So uh, Santa Claus FC from Finland, uh-huh. or Steve Biko FC from Gambia, or maybe Heart of Oak from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Someone else got in touch to suggest. Uh, the Botswana Meat Commission. <laughs> okay, yeah, all these are great. Yeah, we are looking for an African team to be fair. We, we are had an African yeah. team. So, and uh, what was the other one? Seaman Padang, which okay. is in Indonesia. That's I think we know a, why. Yeah, I think that's just more a spunk joke <laughs> more than anything. So, what yes. we'll do is we will select three or four of them and we'll stick them up on Twitter and uh, we'll put it to the vote. So, whoever you want as your team around the world, head to at Scott Soccer FM over the next few days and uh, we'll stick a poll up there. Yep, and also coming up uh, for teams around the world. In our special feature, we have a manager, who, a Scottish manager who's managing overseas. Yes. So uh, there's probably about six of them, so work it out. It's uh, where are they now slash teams around the world. So it's teams around the, the now. Where are the teams around the world? Where are the teams around the world? That's video called the video ton. Yeah, <laughs> video called the video ton. I mean, to be fair, you're really tired. I'm, yeah, I'm so I'm tired. Cut, cut you some slack. So uh, we'll, we'll finish soon, don't worry. So we've got a few more things to talk about. Like, who did I spot over the last yeah. couple of weeks? You could uh, have said it because also the time difference. I would wake up to messages like, what was the one? Weird... Uh, uh, I was in, in Eaglesham. In Eaglesham, right. I was out for a bar lunch and sitting across from me was Simon Donnelly. So I woke up to him. Which is weird because I didn't want him at my table. So <laughs> I don't know why he was there. But who was he with? Uh, Bill Lecky. That was it. I remember yeah. it was a weird combo. Yeah, so he was with Bill Lecky. So I spotted him and also I was in Sainsbury's in East Kilbride the other night because I go to all the exotic locations. Yeah. <laughs> um, who do you think I saw? He wasn't a player. I'll give you a, I'll give you a wee clue Oh, there. like journalist or manager? Neither. Scottish football though Big name in Scottish football With neither of those things Come on Gordon Smith? No No he was a football player Yeah before our time (laughs) He Uh, wasn't a football player But he was on the pitch Hugh Dallas? No But keep going Craig Thompson? No Uh, He's another high profile one Uh, ah, I can see his head (laughs) I've slept for two hours in the last two days Um I can see his head also, not he his was, face. He was, he was one of the grade one referees, went to the World Cup and all the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, I, reti- I know who you mean. What's he, he called? He's retired now. Not Robottom, but... Uh, no. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. I can't remember. Also, when I do that, it sounds like I'm wanking. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, who was it? What's he called? Do you want me, like, there might be a couple of people you're thinking of. Give me, give me a clue. Oh, um, He's got the same name as my dad. <laughs> John? No. <laughs> Mill? He's, no, he's got two first names as a name. You know, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, but... So like Des Clark would be two like first names, technically. Like Raymond Bradshaw, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> why just, can't I get Just it? seeing the, cl- the sort of <laughs> wheels in your head turn very slowly and just... Really rustily at this moment in what? time is just fantastic. All I can see. He's been retired. Wait a minute. I'll, I'll give a wee. I'll give you some more clues. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I can't believe this is going so well. Um. So yeah, he was a referee in Scotland, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's retired. He refereed the Scottish Cup final in two thousand and four and two thousand eight. Uh, refereed over a hundred international appointments. Visited thirty different countries as referee. Um, he was fourth official at the Super Cup final in 2002 Hugh Dallas he was at Euro 2004 he also received a fine for swearing oh I know it is um, that's who I was thinking of his face um, referee his last international Stuart Diggle yes that's the one that's the one I saw Stuart Diggle in Sainsbury's I also shouted that sorry if you're yeah. listening if that's made you jump yeah uh, so uh, Stuart Diggle was you speak my- to him Nah, he was he was with his daughter. What was it by something? He had a trolley, so beggar we. It was one of the weird trolleys, uh, one of the ones you have to pay a pound for. Yeah, was it a pound or did he have one of the th- things in his keyring? Not there? sure. He was walking in another direction, so I'm not entirely did he, before before he got the trolley. Did he flip a coin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If he, he forced the check out, ladies to shake hands. <laughs> well done, lads. Come on, right. <laughs> Come on, I want a good clean game. So, yeah. hey, remember, man's decision's final. No, no arguing back. Yeah. yeah, that is buy one, get one for you, man's decision's final. Move on. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, so I stood the goal. You had any sort of celebrity football appearance? You get weird ones, like, um, when you just bump into the street. Like, I once saw, uh, what's my favourite one? Probably, my favourite one is Bobo Baldi 
I once saw buy 16 tins of sweet corn and nothing else in a supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite one. That is incredible. I saw Momo Silla drive a Volkswagen Polo away from a park one day after Good. playing with his kids. Uh, and just bumping into random ones. See, because um, like the nature of comedy and gigs, you do dinners or you do, um, uh, what's it called? Like uh, lots of stuff in the BBC, so you'll see people passing you. Yeah. And it never fails to blow my mind when it happens because I always get excited like a wee boy. Cause yeah. Um, okay, a couple of things I can talk about there. Stevie Fulton in a chippy Obviously yeah, That was <laughs> yeah. a good one Isn't that permanently <laughs> A couple of things we can talk about there uh, Remind me to speak about the sportsman's dinner I was at on Saturday night uh, And also uh, I forgot another thing So we'll talk about the sportsman's dinner And it was with um, <laughs> It was with Frank McAvenny, right? Brilliant. So he was, he, was, he was decent Yeah, nice guy And he uh, uh, Told a quite a funny story actually About how he never played any form of organised football Until he was 19 years old so what was he doing? He used to go to Celtic games on a Saturday and he was like, you know, if you wanted to play amateur or everything happened on a Saturday, but I wanted to go to the Celtic games. So I just, nev- I just never played. And it wasn't until, oh, I can't remember, some amateur team were short and he went along and scored, I don't know, it was like five goals or something. And a St. Mirren scout was there to watch someone else. And McIverney scored five goals and they signed him instead. And then within two years, Whoa. he was, you know... West Ham and all that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so, amazing. So he never actually set out to be a football player. What was he like as a person? Sound? Yeah, he was fine. He was nice, yeah. Not as tall as you'd think. Um, no, because you... What do you do? What do you do? Do you just do the hosting for? Oh that? no, no, no! I was I was actually just there on I Saturday night because uh, the reason that I want I wanted to bring it up was I was there last year and you might remember. Yes, this is genuinely I I remember. Uh, because on Time Hop everything comes up uh-huh. and I posted about how you made me cry with laughter and I couldn't remember what it was yeah. so I clicked on the episode and this was the menu the infamous menu yep. at Kelty Hearts yeah it was at Kelty Hearts and last year one of the starters was just fruit juice <laughs> uh, and the vegetarian option uh, ham was a ham salad <laughs> uh, for the for the pudding one of the is that still last year what was this was last year yeah. one of the selections uh, last year was just after eight <laughs> Um, but they weren't actually after eights They were just, you know, the things you get at the end When you get the bill sometimes uh, Drumstick So so this this year uh, This year, what am, what am I saying? There was an improvement It was just soup for the starters No choice? No choice, just the soup Do you get a juice with it? No, no, it was uh, only lager <laughs> And uh, what I'm pleased to report is that Ham salad was still on the menu <laughs> But not as the vegetarian oh, is option it not? Who goes to dinner and has a ham salad? So the options for the main course were steak pie. Classic. Uh, chicken fillets and yep. a ham salad. So there was just no veg- vegetarian <laughs> option this year. So if you're a vegetarian, you just... Get you, fucked. You just, you know, you had some soup and that was it. So um, uh, dessert this year was either a chocolate gato or a black forest gato. So it was it was a step up on last year. So, so. what would you go? Soup, steak th- pie, and then black forest. Uh, two out of three. Did you go chocolate? Went chocolate. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to go chicken fillets. That's it's too dodgy my, a description. My, my dad went for chicken did fillets. He? What did they come with? Totties. Just that? Yeah, uh, no, potatoes and then carrots and peas. But my I my carrots to pea ratio was mental. You'd, like more carrots? Yeah. Oh, I weird. had more carrots as opposed to peas, whereas everyone else had more peas as opposed to carrots. So I don't know what had gone wrong in the... What's that thing about seeing in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what had gone wrong in the sort of carrot and pea distribution um, process. <laughs> I think we've happened. found a name for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the carrot and pea distribution. Remember that for later? Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good night. And uh, I can't remember what else I was going to talk about. And it's really annoying me. And Do you like going to the dinners? I, I personally hate doing them. Uh, I've only done a couple, to be fair, like hosted them. Um, I can see why people don't like them. <laughs> I like I like the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, it was a decent night. Everyone had a good time. The crowd were well behaved, and you're associated with the club as well. Yeah, so I, it's it, it was a decent night, and lots of money was raised. Uh, it's always funny when they do the uh, auction later on. And there was one guy I know called Gary uh, who used to play football with, who now plays with them. A uh, big Rangers fan, and he bid two hundred pounds for a signed Rangers top from last season. 
<laughs> and I was like, you're an absolute muppet, mate. I was like, you just paid £200 for Rob Kiernan's signature. <laughs> like, and he was like, oh, fuck, so you know. So, yeah, it's, it's always a good laugh. And I also ended up going out in Cowdenbeath. Oh, yes. To Cowdenbeath's premier nightclub, Partners Nightclub. And that means you're now fourth in line for the job, mate. Uh, fourth in line for the throne of Cowdenbeath as well, I think, now. <laughs> and uh, just to tell you a little bit of background about Partners, it was uh, one of the few places that didn't introduce the smoking ban. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, it, it has now, yeah. but it used to be used to go upstairs to the nightclub bit to get a fag and a shag. So, um, Brilliant. So I and that was got, just the grinder. Only, only got one out of two on Saturday. <laughs> so, so there we go. So, uh, that was Partners, and I uh, went to another place called Wee Jimmy's, but that was just a person's house, so that was a nice thing. So, uh, that was my night out in Cowdenbeath. We need to have a night out in Cowdenbeath. That sounds fun, man. Did I not tell you we did the Five Circle last year? Yeah. So there's because a. I saw you the next day. Oh, so you did. And that was yes. the day when you needed to leave the studio. Yeah, that was a bad, that was bad time. That was bad. That was bad time. So uh, we might do the five circle again at some point. That was really good. I did enjoy that. Like just going for a pint in Carden and all these places you've probably <laughs> never heard of. Went to Rome, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. Went to an Irish bar because that's what people do yeah, on their holiday. And, well, we're looking for the My Night Liverpool game, so that was a waste of time. But the guy behind the bar was Scottish and I was like, oh, where are you from? He was like, Balingery. Which is a wee village in Fife, about 15 minutes from where I stay. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? He was like, I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just ended up here. And I was like, funny story. So, uh, yeah, so that, did you meet any Scottish people while you were away? Cause uh, no, I, I, did, I did a gig. I did the New oh, York, so you did, yeah. yeah How did, did you get on? How did that go? Yeah, it was good. I did the New York Comedy Club and a couple of people. What, come, what material did you do? Uh, I did mainly the deaf stuff uh, okay. because it's more relatable. But, oh, it's so, the style of comedy is so different out there. And it's a lot less professional, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, all the acts get paid way less. And the deal is, when you go into a place, there's a cover charge, so you the, the audience need to buy drinks mm-hmm. when they're there. So there's a hostess going around getting drinks the whole time people are on stage. And the sense of humour, man, it's so close to the bone and borderline racist. Okay. And uh, it's quite interesting to watch. So I stood you out. Fight, you fight well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stood out because they were like, this is the king of it. Uh, but no, because my stuff is very middle of the road and mainstream. I was like, oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was really good fun. Really cool to do. Um, and then... Did you get any any massive laughs or any any things that just like no, I just, died? No. Well, I've got this opening joke that I usually do and I've done it all over the world and it usually does really well. And it didn't do as well. So <laughs> Did I, that throw you a wee bit? No, I bizarrely referenced Tupac for no real reason. <laughs> and it got a huge laugh and I was like, I've got it. And then, and I would never ever say this in a stand-up show usually, uh, I said the word motherfucker. Right. And it turns out that's normal over there and people yeah. were laughing at that and all that kind of stuff. Well, you were the one who introduced me to the video of Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't scared of him. The whole song. If you've not done that, type in Bernie Mac, Def Jam, uh, the best two and a half minutes of stand-up you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah. I ain't scared you, more. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it so is good. really good. Uh, check that out. And uh, some big news as well uh, with regards to your comedy show that you filmed in London. Oh, well. yeah. As of, about that. as of uh, tomorrow, the channel I filmed... My uh, stand-up show will be on Amazon, so my show should be on Amazon within a month. So I think I get like a pound a play. Shut up. Something, really? Yeah, something like that, because I signed my contract before they signed it with Amazon. <laughs> so uh, going to like set up Hunter's IP addresses, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put it on And I'll, I'll buy drinks at the next live show. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Uh, some news on a live show, uh, by the way. Uh, stay tuned for that over the next couple of weeks. Yep. We'll be announcing more on that. Uh, but let's look forward to, to what's happening in the weekend in the SPFL in just a wee second, but we're going to look about the Scotland squad as well. A uh, few sort of changes. Uh, people who are out. Anya, not there. Uh, Chris Martin, not there. Yeah, Snodgrass not there so all the players who became a little bit sort of why are they in the squad uh, are not in the squad I, I don't think it was why are they in the squad I think it was why are they playing so regularly yeah, that's I think with Chris yeah. Martin and Snodgrass Snodgrass came on and scored in the last game Yeah, Martin played a big part in the mm-hmm. um, uh, Slovakia game uh, and it just seems like they've got rid of them mm-hmm. and I get the idea for blooding young players um, I found it I think the most interesting call up there in the whole squad is Paul Hanlon yes I, someone that I did not expect to get called one up. of my mates uh, Fraser Big Hibs fan and he says he's been excellent yeah. uh, really excellent over the past wee while so you know what we're struggling the centre half we may as well try him 
Yeah. Like, uh, if you're a Hibs fan, let us know what he's like. And uh, I've not seen too much of him, can't really comment. He was solid against Hearts, but Hearts are shite, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and uh, Jason Cummings getting his first call up. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, though, been involved in less goals uh, than Barry Mackay has. Yes, I, I did see that. Yeah, he's the top assist scorer, yes. uh, the top assist in the, in the championship, yeah. Barry Mackay. So, really. Um, the only two strikers we have are Jason Cummings and Lee Griffiths. Yeah, that is pretty much it. Yeah. And also, worryingly, my the one that I would say is not justified out the whole squad is a Ryan Jack. Yeah, that is a yeah that is very strange. I would agree with that. That is a very if bizarre. Gonna, if you're going to pick someone from the Rangers midfield, it would be Graham Dorrance. You would think so, yeah, because Ryan Jack. I mean can't stay on the pitch yep. for 90 minutes which is a problem um, so yeah other uh, new inclusions include the likes of Graham Shinney uh, also Ryan Christie getting a call up as well which is good to see uh, Kenny McLean in the squad uh, Cam Patterson back in as well yeah, right back. so that's a bonus so obviously with it being in Pataudry I think there's probably a wee bit of politicking going on there in terms of trying to sell tickets uh, so plenty of Aberdeen mm-hmm. players in the squad we just need to see what happens uh, over the next wee while and uh, yeah we'll be speaking about that as the game approaches in the next couple of weeks yeah and like you were saying there a lot of uh, Scottish based players yeah which, which is, is good. something that uh, Strachan was heavily criticised for and if you go on the BBC Sport website I'd, uh, I'd recommend having a look at the squad announcement because there's a comments page and everyone is pretty happy with the squad with the exception of Ryan Jack <laughs> Real, like everyone's like he's been sent off three times he's played shite yeah why is he there yeah, I, I I do think it's a very bizarre call up. Uh, I don't he's he's I, I don't think he's been the worst Rangers player, but he just no. gets sent off all the time. So you know Ross McCrory that's been playing for Rangers recently. Uh-huh, yeah, he's got a twin brother as a goalie. No, I didn't. And he's now in the Scotland under twenty one squad. Didn't know that. Enjoyable fact. There you go. Lovely fact. So the Ro- weekend. Roddy McCrory, I think it is Roddy McCrory. Yeah. That's a very Scottish name. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, is it Roddy McCrory? Ross. Ross McCrory. Rory McCrory. And, he was in Balamory. I know somebody called Roddy McCrory. Slightly different. Do I, do I introduce them? Uh, no, I, I don't actually know him. I just know of him. Right, okay. Anything, yeah. Facebook used, or? Facebook is uh, going out with somebody who I uh, used to work at Capital. Nice. His name is Rory McGrory. I just thought it was a good name. So, uh, weekends in the SPFL. You're not jet lag. Uh, I might be. St Johnston versus Celtic's the early kickoff. St Johnston not on a great run of form at the moment. And Celtic coming off the back of that Bayern Munich game. So, we'll see what happens there. St Johnston, obviously, the last team to beat Celtic. Uh, Hamilton Ackies versus Aberdeen. Uh, poor record for Aberdeen recently there. So, they'll be looking not yeah. to drop points there for a change. Hibs versus Dundee. Big match for Neil McCann. Hibs uh, going very well at the moment. Rangers versus this Thistle big Glasgow derby for I'm, you I'm very confident we've played them uh, twice this season uh, in the cup and took them drew uh, after 90 minutes both times I think we could next summon Kishinia factor though yeah that's probably he's not there anymore so they can't be as shite as that so <laughs> uh, Ross County versus Motherwell and then on Sunday it's Hearts versus Kilmarnock so that is what's happening in the Premiership in terms of the Championship we've got Brecon City versus Dumbarton uh, Dundee United versus St Mirren now that is a big game yeah. um, because going into the international break it could all be changed about you know it could be St Mirren could effectively be down to third if uh, results go against them, yeah. they get beat. Don Fairman win and Livingston win. So uh, it's a big game for St Mirren up at Tannadice, a real test. And uh, I was seeing this week as well. I think it was a team down south, Nottingham Forest, uh, going to go for Lewis, Lewis Morgan, Morgan. Yeah, in January. Yeah. So that is very bad news yeah. for St Mirren. Uh, and also the game before, Breakin against Dumbarton. If Breakin don't win that game, they are going to be stranded down there. They're already six points adrift. Uh, Dumbarton, the other part time team, is mainly going to be their competition because you'd expect Falkirk to pick up some more points out the season. If they don't win that, I think Beacon could be nearly down already. Yeah, I think so as well. Breaking are mega struggling, only two points so far. Uh, then we've got Falkirk, lowly Falkirk against Dunfermline. A big, big game on Saturday yeah. for both sides. You going? Uh, yes, I am. Falkirk looking to uh, probably propel themselves away from the second bottom spot there. And Dunfermline, you know, results go our way. We could be top of the league yeah. come uh, quarter five on Saturday. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Livingston uh, playing Inverness. That's Inverness a uh, on a good running form. And having watched Livingston, uh, they'll be very difficult to beat this season. And we beat them 3 1. But. Uh, they're a big physical side. Uh, they don't hold back, and uh, yeah, they're very tough to break and down. David Hopkins well. is one that I'm surprised the name hasn't been linked more with the other kind of jobs. Kicking yeah, out. I think so. Yeah, he has uh, done a great job there. So they are second place, 21 points for Livingston. So a great start to the season for them. And then it's Morton against Queen of the South in League One. We've got Albion Rovers, high-scoring Albion Rovers yeah. versus Forfar, who are bottom of the league. Alloa, two wins on the bounce for them, and uh, they're playing Airdrie. 
so that, that could be another three points for them quite easily. Our both against Air United, big match there. And uh, Fife Derby, Wraith Rovers versus East Fife. East Fife going great guns, actually. They've snuck up into third place, 18 points they've got. What area of Fife do East Fife play in? Uh, Methyl. Do they? So how close is that to Kirkcaldy? I don't know, 15 minutes, 20 right, minutes, okay, so like that, just down the coast yeah. a wee bit, yeah, so uh, Methyl's an absolute dump. Stranraer versus <laughs> Queen's Park, sorry if you're from Methyl, but it actually is. Annan Athletic versus Berwick Rangers, first fixture in League 2 at the weekend, Cowdenbeath versus Montrose, uh, they might have a new manager in place by then, who knows, Edinburgh City versus Stirling Albion, Elgin City versus Peterhead, and Stennis Muir versus Clyde, yeah, Elgin City, Peterhead is a derby, yeah. I guess so, I mean, even though it's... Oh, it's, it's miles away. It's still. miles away, yeah. yes, Peterhead's nearer Aberdeen, I guess, it's probably takes about two and a half hours to get there but a derby nevertheless <laughs> um, what you got on the rest of the week Ray Bradshaw I'm going to let you go on your way to your bed uh, I am in Manchester Thursday, Friday, Saturday gigging there and then um, maybe going to Scottish BAFTAs on Sunday okay that's fine don't, don't it's like the BAFTAs but just a bit shit yeah definitely Yeah, 100% what you got um, I don't know what I've got on this week uh, got the game oh, Saturday I'm going to the game on Saturday I'm nearly completed Grand Theft Auto have you? yes nice um, so that's dumped good. it uh, what's that? You've been dumped yet? Uh, no, no, no not yet. Yeah, uh, it's it's happening. Um. <laughs> uh, people on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Soccer FM. I'm going to be in Manchester on Saturday. Can you recommend a game to go to in that kind of area? I'll have Manchester United versus somebody. Yeah, I've I've been to Old Trafford. I've been to the Etihad. I've been to what Hyde. About, what about Salford? Uh, I tried to go to Salford once, but I think the game got called off or something like that so Salford could be a shout or if anyone's got connections at Wigan or whatever or round about that area and you think it'd be a good laugh give us a shout connection if you've got connections in Wigan if you know Gary Caldwell let me know so Salford are at home to Alfreton Town on oh, Saturday that's my second team yeah go go that go that that'll be yeah. good you might see Paul Scholes yeah because the other one was Hyde who I've been to a couple of times but they're playing MK Dons in the Cup on Sunday, uh, Friday night fuck you're not interested in that shit no and who's Man U Man United are playing Chelsea on Sunday I've just remembered no, it's in London so, uh, which means Man City will be at home but I'm not sure who they're playing it's really easy to get tickets from Man City as well I would imagine so because no one goes yeah it's um, weird so yeah well you have a good weekend and uh, remember we will be back on Monday uh, as normal half past seven we'll have a where yep. are they now for you yeah uh, we'll, we'll be more organised than we are tonight yeah I'll be honest uh, we would have had everything had I not been delayed 27 hours yeah that is true so listen thank you very much for listening to Soccer FM hope you enjoyed the show there's more on our Twitter at Scott Soccer FM remember we're putting a poll up for the teams around the world you can like us on Facebook comment on our own forum on pieandbothro.com you can get in touch for anything there but for now it's a goodbye from me Stephen Mill and you Ray Bradshaw carrots to peas ratio this has been Soccer FM good luck to all your teams across the week and we'll catch you next Monday 7.30pm be there